Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. On today's show, we're going to finish the race. <laughs> we're finishing well. How can we continue to drive as long as it's safe? And also, how can we help those that are our passengers get in and out of the car when mobility becomes an issue? Breaking news, by the way. I just heard this bill. This, this number's just in. Death is the number one killer in the world today. I know you're shocked at that, aren't you? <laughs> it happens to everybody. And since old age doesn't last too long, why not embrace it as the sage God made you to be? Now, you may be saying, Robbie, I'm only 15, so what does this show have to do with me? Well, aha, you have grandparents or parents who need to hear from you. And since you may, be <laughs> learn, you may learn something very cool today, stay tuned. I know you're going to be blessed. And then you can share that later with your parents or your grandparents, and they're going to go, wow, where did you hear that? And you say, I heard it on the Christian Car Guy show today. So, very cool. And another reason you're going to be blessed with this show is I want the folks listening today, I know each of you has a story to tell. And that story would be about someone that in your life you watched them and they finished well. The last days or weeks or years of their life, they just were a flourish of fruit. You saw them doing things that you were like, man, how can they finish so well? And I know you got a story like that, that it would encourage us all, and we would love you to call in today. We are live from Heritage Woods, which is a senior care center in the Winston-Salem area, and they are specializing today. We're live because they're doing the art of living well. How do you finish well as a senior? And so maybe you know somebody like that who finished really well. We'd love to hear that story, 866 348 7884 is the number to call in and share your story, and I need to hear it because our God's not dead, and you saw him alive and well in a senior that you saw that finished well. Again, that number, 866-348-7884. And, of course, if you're in the Winston-Salem area, we would love for you to come out and join us. As we said, we're at Heritage Woods, which is off Westgate Center, which is kind of behind the Home Depot there in the Winston-Salem area. we got all kinds of prizes and stuff. You come out and join us. But with us today in this whole idea of finishing well, we have a very special guest with us, Glenn Wolf, And he's with Legacy, which is kind of a cool name for a, a rehab uh, company. And Glenn's going to help us out today understand a little bit about how do we transfer, like if you're in a wheelchair or maybe you're in one of those scooters, how do we safely get from one place to another? What are some of the things as we grow older that perhaps we may need therapy in order to manage finishing well? So welcome, Glenn. Well, thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Oh, you can. I'm telling you, Glenn's got some awesome stuff that he's going to share. And anybody might find themselves, my wife did one time as a caregiver without even knowing. I was in my early 40s and was crushed between two cars. The next thing she knew, she had to become an expert at getting somebody out of a wheelchair and into a car who was by no means willing to ride. 
<laughs> so we all could learn from what Glenn has to share with us today, but also with us, our very own Bill Mixon, our Christian insurance guy. And, Bill, there's some tips for people with this adaptive equipment and some of the stuff that, that people get into as they finish well that we got to share today. Well, living well, for many, depends on your finances, and insurance is one way to try and help with those problems ahead of time. Yeah. And so we've got some tips coming up on some of what goes on with that with our good buddy, with our good buddy, Bill Mixon. But the most thing, the thing I'm really dying for you to do today is call in with that story of that relative, or maybe it was just a man that you knew, a woman, and they, man, they just, when they got to those golden years, they just took off, and they just flourished, and you saw the fruit in their life all over the place. Honor them right now. Honor God with what they did. Call us, 866 348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four. truth Then coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the real black book, that's where we search the Bible for a hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voices for understanding. You know what I found out this week? We are all in the same boat, so to speak, when it comes to life. That some of us are all going to find this final transition <laughs> at some point or another. And God had a lesson for me on how to keep on going when the end is up coming up. And I was just kind of astounded by that, and I, I shared that with a fellow member of the Truth Team this week in our devotions. And she went to tears, and I realized God had given me really something special. So I get to share that as coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. If you're tuning in for the first time, you're going, what in the world? Well, this is the Christian Car Guy Show, and we bring the kingdom of God through an automotive platform. And on this show, we talk about things like grace car driving. Not race car driving, but grace car driving and not speeding. After all, if you're following Jesus, I assure you, he would be going the speed limit. It's estimated Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. And we believe in staying out of the bondage of car debt and taking care of your car as long as you possibly can. You see tractors out there, they're still running. They've been out in the elements since the 1940s. Why is that? Because if you take care of your car, it will last as long as you do. And that's what we're talking about today, finishing well. How long we last? We would love to hear your stories. And we only have an hour to do this, so call 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And also our website, ChristianCarGuy.com. There you can find out all about Heritage Woods. There's links to all their stuff there, where we are today, what's going on. we got all sorts of stuff that's going to be going on until 1230 today, so you can come out and join us. But also at our website is the Jesus Labor of Love. And the Jesus Labor of Love is car repair labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis. And when I say labor, it's free labor. And the, the people that are in crisis have to supply the parts. But we have a network of people across the country that help us out dealers and uh, car repair centers, tire places that help these single moms, widows, and folks in crisis. And that's there at the Jesus Labor Love at ChristianCarGuy.com. But also I'd point out that when you are in, you know, if you're in Seattle, Washington, you're in, in Salt Lake City, Utah, and you're wondering, oh, who might be a good godly person to work on my car where I live? You could go to ChristianCarGuy.com and look at the repair centers that give away free labor to these single moms, widows, families in crisis. And I'll bet you anything that they will treat you equally godly. You, you see the, the point of why we are so glad to have these partners with the Jesus Labor Love. Again, if you know somebody in a need, and, and it, it just happened to me this week, there was a lady that was in the stall of another bathroom, and, and, and she overheard this lady who really had a problem. And she said, oh, I know 
you need to get up with a Christian car guy. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com and you can go to the Jesus Labor Love and they can help you. Well, I got the request and I have to tell you about this one because the need is so huge that actually I need your help <clears throat> today. Um, as it turned out, this poor lady and uh, was a victim of domestic violence. And so, as you might imagine, she found herself very quickly homeless because she got out of that situation and that she got into one of these centers that helps ladies that are victims of that. But she immediately lost her home, her car, everything in the world. And as she was transitioning out of this home, a very wonderful family in the area took her into their home. And then she found a job. And so she began to, you know, get her way. And, and, and these people gave her their 1996 Pontiac Transport. Now, the challenge is the Pontiac Transport begins to overheat. What looks like it needs a head gasket, which for a 96 Pontiac Transport may be the end of its existence. And more than <coughs> labor than we can get done through the Jesus Labor Love. So it looks like we're either going to need a huge amount of money to fix this car or to help her into another car, which means we have a request for you, the listener, that if God's put this on your heart as you heard this story, that you want to help this poor lady. And believe me, we have vetted this. We have checked out all the people, the church they belong to, um, had glowing reports of how hard this lady has worked to improve her situation. And here she is. She's got a job. She's trying to get an apartment, and she can't get from her apartment to where she works on the bus, so she needs transportation. Again, if this is on your heart, I assure you, we have no cost to the Jesus Labor Love. There is no money that changes hands within. Everything is volunteer-based. So if you send us 10 cents, that 10 cents is going to go to this lady who has a need. Whatever you send, we're going to put it exactly to this because the only person that we're funding right this minute because everything else is volunteer labor. So where you send money, you can either go to ChristianCarGuy.com, and there it's all explained but if you like the computer, like a lot of our listeners don't, you just simply send your donation for this lady. Again, just mark on there, this is a lady that was a victim of domestic violence, the Jesus Labor Love, which is 238 Sara, S-A-U-R-A Lane, Sara Lane, in Winston-Salem, 27107. That's in North Carolina. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, 27107. That address again, Jesus Labor of Love, 238 Sara Lane, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, 27107. Oh, seven. We got all sorts of stuff coming up with us today. We are going to be talking about the art of living well, how we finish well, how we help folks get from the wheelchair into the car or from their new situation, whatever that may be, as they are trying to stay as mobile as, as possible. So we need to hear from you. I'm real excited to hear your stories about those people that I know in your life that finish so well. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. When we come back, well, hopefully we're going to have your story, and then we're going to hear from, from Glenn. We're going to hear from Bill. we got so much for you. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio. America is asking you to call. Here come the Dutch boys. Those good guys are back. With a look in their eye. They mean business this time. Break away, in a cage, yeah, yeah. 
We are back today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Where just since we're doing the art of finishing well, I thought a few of our older listeners could remember some of those old car jingles, which used to light my world up. I especially love the Pontiac one. I can never get over. It just makes my heart pump, Bill, to hear that, you know, breakaway in a GTO. I, you know, it's so cool. But anyway, today we are talking about finishing the race, finishing well. How do you do that? Or maybe you knew someone in your life that you saw just flourish when they hit their golden years and they began to bear fruit all over the place right up till the end. They finished well. We would love to hear that story. You call us 866-348-7884. Seriously, you can bless the whole country by sharing your story, and we would love to hear it. I especially would love to hear it. 866-348-7884. And along those lines, we are so blessed today to have or number one, to be at Heritage Woods, which is a senior uh, center community. Beautiful, beautiful and facility. It's a beautiful facility, and what a p- great place to finish well. But among their uh, resources is they have Legacy, which is this is Glenn Wolf, who's with us to help folks that, you know, when you get in a wheelchair or you find yourself in one of those scooters, transferring out of those things and all is, is an interesting challenge. And so you need some help. And we are lucky enough to have Glenn with us today. Welcome, Glenn. Again, one of the main things that you obviously are dealing with is helping somebody to get from a wheelchair into a car, not necessarily driving, but just as the passenger. And so what are some tips that we could share with our listeners, that, that things that would really help them to know uh, when they find themselves in that situation as the caregiver? Well, there are, I can give you a few helpful tips for both the person in the wheelchair and the caregiver, which could be a family member uh, or a friend. Uh, The first thing they want to do is when they're in the wheelchair, it's very important that the wheelchair is always locked. Uh, Before standing up, lock the wheelchair. That way the chair doesn't move and uh, it keeps that's the first step in keeping everybody safe. It would be the same way with a scooter, right? Make sure it's stable. Make sh- right. Make sure it's stable. Make sure the keys, make sure the scooter's off. Preferably, maybe the key out of the ignition, if that's what you, <laughs> if that's what you call it. Uh, you also want to make sure that the sitting surface is kind of equal uh, to the car, where you're not transferring in and out of the car on a slope hill or uh or any un- uneven surfaces. Right, so the car sitting on the curb and kind of leaning over, not a good idea. Cause not you... at all. <laughs> no rocks under the seat. It also would help that uh, if you would slide the car seat all the way back, that way the person will not be wedged in between the car and the door. So that can be kind of... Oh, well, that's huge. That's That in itself is a gigantic thing, Bill. It just makes sense. Well, if you're going to help... it could be too far back, too, though. I know my, I've got a car that goes four or five inches back behind the the post. Right. So you're saying that it would be good to maybe line it up with the post, if at all possible. If it went behind the post, the seat back would be behind the post. That wouldn't be as optimal, do you think? Well, just far back to where the person can transfer into the car safely. If it's if the car seat is forward too far up, well cause problems it can make transfers more difficult whereas if it was back further not nest not reclined but the whole car seat back. right sure 
it can yeah. make that transition much easier. Good, good. And so another thing was, um, well, go ahead with what some of your other tips. Well, some other tips, uh, first of all, is good judgment. Good judgment is key uh, when it comes to safety. Uh, each situation is different, and each manual wheelchair transfer is different between each individual uh, but the basics are pretty much the same as far as getting that transfer, providing, transferring um, safely. That's, yeah, so from a good judgment thing. standpoint, you're thinking, wow, this guy isn't, or my, you know, my aunt or whatever is feeling really rotten right this minute. Can we maybe postpone this trip? <laughs> sure. <laughs> or, 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 you know, there's some other issue. That's where good judgment comes in, and uh, we all know that, you know, how on my case I got good judgment, Bill. A lot of bad judgment. <laughs> well, that that Marion will. <laughs> well, we got Ronnie in Moxville has a story for us. I'm very anxious to hear. Ronnie, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Yeah, how are you today? I am wonderful. I'm excited to hear your story. Okay. Uh, I, I'll try to make a long story short. Uh, in 1970, uh, well, 69, we had lost my grandpa down here, and we were living in Virginia. And my grandma, uh, she was 63 years old, and uh, my mother uh, left uh, left daddy with another man, and uh, there was five of us kids. I was uh, 14, and my youngest brother was about one year old. And uh, we came down to North Carolina. We were from Lexington, and we came down and, you know, talked to my grandmother and everything and she was upset naturally but she took all of us all of us in including my dad and um she was 63 years old at the time and uh i just turned 60 yesterday so i know you don't feel <laughs> great sometimes when you're that age so uh but she took five kids and my dad in and uh you know done everything we needed to do and got us back in school and uh i don't know how she done it but uh she took care of us till my dad remarried, and uh, we ate a lot of pinto beans and uh, Irish potatoes and things like that. But uh, she she done almost like a miracle in a way. But uh, she had said wow. that uh, she had said that the, she told my sister that the reason that she was able to do it is she had just sort of lost interest, you know, since my grandfather died. But she it, it give her a reason to. You know, to go on to help us. That is so yeah, awesome, that Ronnie. That You can't hear the music in the background, meaning we got to go to a break. But what an honor to your grandmother. And we need to hear your story. Call us 866-348-7884. We're going to hear so many more of these. Thank you. Who can remember that great show from the 60s? My Mother, the Car. It, it starred, um, actually, I think it was Jerry Van Dyke, um, Dick Van Dyke's brother. And uh, it was a, didn't make it but one or two seasons. But for us car lovers out there, we, we certainly loved it. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Show today. Today we're talking about finishing well. How is it that we all are on our way towards that um, finishing line? 
And how can we do that well, especially when it comes to our driving and helping in the caregiving situation? And we're sharing stories, which we would love to hear yours. We just heard a wonderful one from Ronnie in North Carolina about his grandmother. But maybe there was somebody in your life that you saw that in their in their later years, they just took off and shined. And we'd love to honor them today. You call in 866 348 7884 is the number to call in and share your story. We'd love to hear it. And we are at Heritage Woods today live, which is a senior community, which has all sorts of different levels of care. They have mostly assisted living and that kind of thing. But actually, you can live on your own if you want to in one of these apartments. And uh, it's helpful when you're you're finishing that, that you don't necessarily have to do your own laundry or you can do your own laundry. Or if you don't want to cook, guess what? They have all that going on. Or if you want to cook, they have that in, the, in there as well. But you know, one of the things that happens with all of us, even sometimes even earlier in life like me, is you find yourself in that position of needing help to get in and out of a car. And it sounds like it's no big deal, but it's huge for some of us. And so, uh, you know, I myself, having found myself in the caregiving role, found that, that, that a lot of the ways that you can help in doing so is finding all the handles in a car. It's amazing where all they are. And if you're in a wheelchair and you want to get into a car, if you can find an overhead handle to swing yourself in with, it's absolutely amazing. And a lot of vans have those, but you've got to discover their location through the car. But also even the angle of the way you have the chair set in there, right, Glenn, is a big part of being able to transfer into that car. Oh, the angle is a very important part of, uh, of the safe transfer. So... <laughs> Uh, you want the wheelchair as close to the car as possible. And it also depends upon where the vehicle is parked, if it's in a tight spot or if it's uh, in an open area such as parked in the driveway. Uh, there are different angles where you can position uh, the wheelchair. Some people will go at a 90-degree angle. Some people will go at a 45-degree angle or main or face the wheelchair directly to the car seat, to the seat of the car. Uh, when you do that, you can also not only use the wheelchair, but when the person gets out, that caregiver, um, that family member can use a walker as well to provide that further assistance as well. So they, if they can walk a little bit, they can walk to get up from their chair, make sure the chair, the wheelchair brake is locked, and use that walker to provide that assistance to get in the car safely. So depending upon... The angle of the vehicle, uh, depending upon where the car is parked and located, positioning of the chair is key to a safe transfer. Getting the wheelchair close to the car. Yeah, it's part is, of it's part of the deal. Sure. Sometimes it's smart to move the car to a better location because oh. the location problems can change. That's where the judgment comes in, Bill. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's where that's where he comes. Now, getting on to the insurance issues, because as you said, part of the art of live finishing well is to make sure that we got the proper coverage and we find ourselves with what we need there. What do you have What do you have for us, Bill? Well, one thing I would remind you is that to live well, you've got to have finances to do it, and you need to protect your finances. And a lot of people, when they get older, they try to find the cheapest insurance possible, and they cut the amount of coverage down. And we've got to remember you can be sued for more than the amount of insurance you carry. Sometimes a small amount of insurance is just a little bit less than what a larger amount is. The other thing I'd recommend you to consider is medical payments. Uh, 
if you're injured in a transfer getting in or out of the car while the car doors open, your medical payments may very well cover any additional expenses from a fall or an injury. If you have medical payments on your auto policy and you're getting in someone else's private passenger vehicle and get injured, your car's medical payments may very well transfer to your location at another car as long as the car doors open and you're transferring in and out. And I'd recommend you call your agent and ask them how that works in your state. And, Bill, actually, um, there's issues like if you're in one of these centers like Heritage Woods to, uh, about your personal coverage that, you know, you, you used to have homeowner's insurance. What, what does that look like? Well, a lot of people think I'm in a nice facility and I don't have but a few pieces of furniture. The insurance is not that important. But if you're responsible for the building, your hair dryer causes the fire that burns the building down. The facility's insurance will build it back, but they then can go back to the person that was responsible for the fire. So it's good to have liability protection in case you damage the facility that you're in. You also could inadvertently damage somebody else. Say you dropped a drink at the mall and somebody slips and breaks their hip and goes to a rest home. and You can be responsible for those accidents. And your renter's insurance extends and provides protection when you're legally responsible for a lot of situations. And in many, many, many cases, it's less than $10 a month. Right. So there's all sorts of different coverages. And this is one of the places that, again, having an agent, somebody that you can pick up the phone and say, okay, my situation is changing because of the hospital, because of, you know, what's happened to me surgery-wise and all these kind of things. That you make the call to find out, wow, I'm, I've got a new situation here. I've got new equipment. I've got new things to deal with. And, and how it might this affect what it is that I'm facing? It's another important point. A lot of that equipment that you have for helping a handicapped person with a vehicle is very expensive. And in many states, it's free to insure, but you've got to have a notification proof that you told your insurance company you've got that addition on your car and to get something called an endorsement. So in many states, if you've got $5,000 in special equipment for handicapped situations, if you've notified the insurance company, they can add that coverage on no cost or small cost. Right. There you go. Now, here's the thing. We need more stories. They're not calling in. I know that you had a relative. You knew somebody that finished well. They finished with a flurry that encouraged us all because, you know, it's an interesting thing. In John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. I don't know how many of y'all read that book. It's absolutely amazing. But the thing that kind of I never could figure out was that when Pilgrim was on his way to the Beulah Land, essentially going to heaven, one of the last places he found himself was on the Enchanted Ground. And the Enchanted Ground made people fall asleep when they got on it. And then when his wife later came in and followed him on into heaven, when she got to the Enchanted Ground, again, the same same concern was, were they going to begin to fall asleep? And so John Bunyan understood as we got into those golden years that one of the issues is, are we going to continue to use our life to bless others and bless God, or are we going to begin to fall asleep? So you know somebody, I know you do, that finished well, that was far from asleep at the end of, the day, of their days, and this is your chance to honor them, 866 348 truth is the number to call in and share your story. Now, 
Glenn, what are some of the other major issues? You've, you're obviously here helping residents every single day that you find yourself in and that where, you're, where you're often helping people and when it comes to their vehicles. Maybe it's you know with therapy because they can't turn their head like they used to. Oh, most definitely. And that's a great uh, – we provide great therapy services to um, address those deficits if a person has a difficult has a difficult time turning their head we can provide therapy services to uh, decrease that pain increase that uh, range of motion if the person has limited range of motion in their arms whether it's due to uh, a stroke or if it's due to just generalized weakness the therapy service uh, the therapy services uh, will be provided uh, to address those uh, address those concerns. So, having after going through therapy, uh, the person will be able to turn their head a little bit better. They'll be able to move their uh, move their arms, be able to make a full turn uh, because of the increased strength or increased range of motion that, that they have because of the ther- uh, the services that were provided. Right. And, so. and one of the things that I would point out is, is if you're a caregiver and you, you might be at the point where you're like, wow, I don't know if my dad should be driving anymore or maybe my mom. And, and that's a concern. And you might find there it, we have the website ChristianCarGuy.com. We have great resources along those lines because that isn't a conversation that might go well for you. And so there are um, some strategies, for lack of a better word, when you find yourself in that situation that we describe there at length at christiancarguy.com but essentially you can get your family doctor involved and he can contact the uh, department of motor vehicles to discuss um you know some options of retesting and let the department of motor vehicles be the man in the in the hot seat so to speak all those things are at christiancarguy.com check it out when we come back we got one more segment oh it's going to be so good we got our appraisal by the real black book stay tuned Listening to the Christian Car Guy Show today. If you're going to finish well, yes, we need Jesus. There's no doubt we do, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But before we get to that, we need to hear your story. This is your last segment to call in and tell us about your relative, that person that finished well, that you saw a flurry of fruit as they came to the finish line. 866 348 7884 is a number to call in and share. One more time, 866. My daughter says I say this too fast. 348-7884 is the number to call, so please do. I would just love to hear your story. We were talking about, that, of course, the transfers, you know, from the wheelchair to the car. And the, and then we got, a, when I got another issue, don't we, Glenn? Now we got to do something with that crazy wheelchair. Because, oh. you know, and getting that in the trunk or in the back and all that stuff, have you got some tips along those lines? Sure. Well, they're probably thinking, okay, mom and dad in the car, safe and sound. What do I do with this wheelchair? Well, I have a few tips for that. 
Um, now, if you are unable to take the wheelchair, uh, most places, if you're uh, doctor office, doctor office, uh, grocery stores, most places will have a wheelchair there. So if you can't take the wheelchair, leave the chair behind. And then you oh, can that use saves it. you a lot of work right oh, there. I love that sure. plan. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to lift, don't have to do anything Get a else. Get second wheelchair and make sure it's always there. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to call in advance, make sure they do have a chair. You don't want to. Yeah, yeah. You're stuck that wouldn't be a good idea. Now, if you do have to take the chair with you, uh, here are a few more tips. Uh, first, take the wheelchair up to the back of the car, open the trunk. Um, but before putting the wheelchair into the trunk, uh, you want to lock the back wheels first uh, because those back wheels are pretty huge and about the only thing to grab uh, to sling that chair around and into the trunk. Uh, oh, so by locking the wheels, it won't you move. can use those like giant handles. There you go. And they won't mess with you. Yeah, there you go. It if, won't, it, I can see you've got it not locked, and you're picking it up, and now this thing swings down and knocks you in the, in the calves <laughs> or, or in the shins. It'll ah. swing all over the place. Good tip. I like that. Yes, absolutely. And you just fold the chair, and, if, of course, those chairs are heavy. Ask for help if, you're, if you can't do it. Ask for help to get that chair in the trunk. Uh, use some leverage to lift that chair to make it a little easier for you if you're by yourself, and it'll make that transition much easier. The most important thing I always found was to make sure the person's got their feet pointed in the right direction and not crossed up before they start sitting their fanny down into the car seat. I've had more situations where that turned bad at that point than any other. Yeah, they get crossed and... And, and there you go. But then the, the other issue that is really huge um, when you find yourself in that role of being the person that's trying to get up, if you're too low, and you've got some great tips, I thought, for people that have a struggle to get back out of the car, because getting them in is one thing, then you got to get them out. Oh, sure. Getting, especially if it's a low car. Uh, I'm sure yeah, family members MGB. who, <laughs> after you do this a while, it's like, hmm, mom and dad have a hard time getting up. So next time, put uh, cushion, put something on top of the seat to elevate that individual so they can get out of the car that much easier. Just like you would putting a extra uh, cushion onto a, a chair. So you can utilize. Yeah, and a lot of times, actually, you find an opposite situation where the car is too high and it's hard to get out because you're stepping down out of this car and or stepping up is a challenge. And so I have a few little Christian car guide tips for you. Number one, they do make running boards that all sorts of different steps that, that are available. And, again, another thing that you might make sure you got insurance for. But the other thing, is, surprisingly, is some of these cars have really huge tires and wheels. And so you can get with your dealer. You don't want to mess with the, the engineering, but you can get smaller tires and wheels. And by lowering, you know, by making those smaller, you can actually find yourself in a situation of dropping the car three or four inches in order to uh, turn them into a lowrider, so to speak. <laughs> you might also have a platform that you can pull out of your trunk and sit down to raise the ground. So when they come out of the wheelchair, they're a few inches higher than they would be otherwise. Right. All the world's a stage when you do that, Bill. Yes, sir. Uh, that's what you find yourself. All right, moving on to our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding, 
And as I was mentioning at the beginning of the show, we're all kind of in the same boat, so to speak, when it comes to life, because we're going to find ourselves with this transition, transition into getting in and out of cars is more difficult, perhaps, or or maybe we just make the transition all of a sudden in one fell swoop where we get to go to heaven, however that works. But God had a lesson for me along those lines this week. I was reading a, a publication that came out in the 1860s that, that Spurgeon wrote a magazine called The Sword and the Trowel, which I'm going to give you another free Christian car guy tip right here, that Google was kind enough to scan all millions of millions of books. In fact, my sister Cindy actually worked on that project. And so they scanned all these magazines. Google did. And so it's absolutely free if you have that playbook through Google that on any tablet to go ahead and get the sword and the trowel. And there you can read Spurgeon's magazine in the original print, like, you know, with the pictures and stuff that was in the magazine in the 1860s, which is absolutely fabulous, by the way. And in that, he was describing the 13th Psalm, where he called that there was the wailing Psalm, where David kept on saying, how long, O Lord, how long are you hiding your face from me? And I started to think about that as I was just studying the psalm because of Spurgeon. And I was thinking, hmm, I wonder if the reason sometimes I feel so dry or where I feel like I'm alone and God's not, is God hiding his face from me? And I really started to think, wow, am I like David and God's hiding his face from me because I've been doing some bad stuff or I haven't kept up to my, you know, par. Or I haven't been doing all the things I should do. And as we really started to pray about that, the Holy Spirit called me up short and said, now, wait a minute, Robbie. You know, David came before Christ, and and you're after him, and you have Christ in your heart. So do you really think that there's anything that you could do where your father would hide his face from his son? Would that be the case? And I went, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Well, that very same morning that I'm studying this and thinking about it, I pick up a devotion, Our Daily Bread. And in that devotion on Tuesday, you'll find that the question was, are we all in the same boat? Meaning that. When the disciples were in the boat with Jesus, and you might remember the story, he was asleep in the, in the front of the boat, you know, or maybe it was in the stern, I don't recall. But I know he was on a pillow and he was asleep. And the disciples had to go wake him up. But the situation is they were all in the same boat. <laughs> you get it? They're in the same boat. And I thought about it I was as I re- realized this in the devotion at the station that morning. I said, wait a minute. Jesus is in the boat with me. So are there times where I'm feeling dry, where I need to go wake him up and say, are you aware of what's going on? And he can say, Robbie, oh, ye have a little faith. <laughs> you know what the situation Similar to what the disciples went through. So I thought, hmm, that's interesting. And as I was saying this, we have this marvelous, marvelous, marvelous um, disc jockey that's on our uh, gospel station, Anita Dean. And Howard, she starts, she starts crying. She says, you know what, Robbie, I've got to speak on June the 7th on this very issue. And I never thought about Jesus was in the boat with us all the time. And sometimes we might need to go wake him up. <laughs> He's awake. You I'm also have bed. to be willing to do what he tells you to do. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and he might need to make all the world a stage, put a platform out there, however that may look, Bill. But the, the, but the thing is, is that we get to finish well. And if we are in that boat with Jesus, right? Because that day's coming, folks. And if you don't have him in there with you, I would urge you, urge you today. It's not all that hard to ask Jesus to forgive you, to come into your heart and make sure that when that moment comes, you are in the same boat with Jesus. Is kind of huge, isn't it, Bill? Yes, absolutely. I can't think of anything that would be more important. So thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show today. Again, we're live out at Heritage Woods. We will be for a couple hours. So come out and join us. 
We want to thank you for listening to the show. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And if you don't have that relationship with Christ where you know he's in the boat with you, where you know you might could possibly go wake him up, hey, go to ChristianCarGuy.com.